Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 370, Raising Children in a Consumer World, by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. Happy Friday, and welcome to my show. I'm Joss Marie, and I'm here to narrate from some of the best relationship blogs we can find five days a week. And I feature pretty much anything relationship-based, including content that talks about the science of falling in love, as well as both the beauties and challenges of parenting. And today, I'll actually be featuring yet another new author here on the show. So if that's cool, let's dive right into Chris's post and start optimizing your life. Raising Children in a Consumer World by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com My last post on the third world perspective of the U.S. pointed out how Westerners tend to be material, not spiritual. We care more about what stuff we want to buy than the collective well-being of our society. That got me thinking about why is it that we choose to live beyond our means, opt for crazy commutes to work, love gas-guzzling SUVs, finance new stuff we can't pay cash for, stuff our faces with fast food, and pay people to clean our houses, mow our lawns, shovel our driveways, fix our leaky faucets, and maintain our cars. Does it start with our parents? I tend to think they have a pretty good hand in shaping behaviors that stick with us for a lifetime. Therefore, one thing I want to make absolutely sure I do is avoid raising my future everyday dollar kids to be spoiled conspicuous consumers that don't know how to do anything themselves. I was recently reading about a tribe called the Matsujinka who live in the Amazon in Peru. They, like the Sudanese men, do not have Western luxuries. They hunt for monkeys and parrots, they grow yucca and bananas, and they live in houses they roof with palm tree leaves. However, the kids of the Matsujinka quickly find things to make themselves useful. They will sweep off the sleeping mats, they will stack the palm tree leaves to take back to the village for new roofs, they will fish for food and will also clean, boil, and serve it to the rest of the tribe. How old are these kids, you might ask? Try six years old. Why is it that in the U.S., kids don't perform chores without being instructed? Why don't kids make themselves useful like the kids of the Matsujinka tribe? Why aren't parents developing and instilling responsibility? Why do I see parents having to beg, coerce, bribe, even pay their kids to do a simple task in the home? And how typical is it that even after all those tactics, the kid still refuses and the parent ends up doing the task? I remember being at the home of one of my first girlfriends. We were in the media room watching a Laserdisc movie. Remember those? For you younger folks, it was a short-lived media format. Picture a CD the size of a record, and you'll have the right idea. She came from a well-to-do family, so they always had fancy new stuff like that. 
So there we were watching a laser disc and she wanted a soda. So she yelled to her mom, 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 bring me a soda. Shockingly, a few minutes later, her mom showed up with a soda and a tall glass filled with ice. I was floored. I had never seen a teen and parent interact like that and would never expect that from one of my parents. My mom would have either ignored me or yelled, you have two legs, get it yourself. How does Mr. Everyday Dollar think we can start reversing the trend of consumption and spoiled kids we've set? I think there's three things we can start doing today. Number one, stop spoiling kids. I think parents are spoiling their kids more than ever. The house is cluttered with toys, clothes, televisions, game systems, sports equipment, DVDs, and cell phones. The U.S. consumes 40% of the world's toys, even though we only have 3% of the kids. That's downright sickening. Get rid of the TVs, which rids the home of the bulk of advertising. Stop taking your kids to McDonald's and eat at home. Stop the never-ending gift-giving for birthdays, Christmas, and just because. Basically, ratchet back consuming as far as possible. Number two, teach kids patience. I say ignore your kids, they'll figure it out. While that might sound harsh, don't worry that you're going to damage your kid by frustrating them. Kids will actually be damaged if they can't cope with frustration. Wait five minutes before you tend to your crying infant. Don't baby your babies. Yes, your kids have basic needs, and as a parent, you should be meeting those needs. But kids also need to understand that the world doesn't revolve around them. There are other people in the world also with needs, and a lot of them, like the Sudanese boys, don't even have food and potable water. Don't teach your kids that instant gratification is the norm, and they won't grow up to be an adult that chooses to blow their paychecks on the latest and greatest gadgets and cars. And number three, instill self-reliance. By encouraging kids to be useful around the house, it will foster the skills necessary to survive. This in turn builds confidence and will allow the kid to take on more complex tasks. It's a beautiful cycle that will continue into adulthood. I value hard work, discipline, and self-sufficiency. Ironic that these are the tenets of financial independence. And I value those character traits because it was the way I was raised. It's what I want to instill in my children by having them want to be useful around the house. They will want to help till the garden or make homemade applesauce or paint the house or build a chicken coop in the backyard because it's fun. Part of that will be that my home won't be jam-packed with so much clutter and toys to distract them. The way I live will be representative of the values I want to convey to my kids. You just listened to the post titled, Raising Children in a Consumer World by Chris Reining of chrisreining.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Chris is a self-made millionaire who quit corporate America and retired early by the age of 37. He realized early on that he didn't want the monotony that comes along with working in corporate America, but rather the flexibility and freedom to live life on his own terms. So, he decided to become financially independent by aggressively saving and investing. Nowadays, he lives off of investments, practices minimalism, eats healthy, does yoga, meditates, and reads. Oh, and just a little fun fact. He's an INTJ. And you can hear more of his content being narrated by Dan over on Optimal Finance Daily if you'd like. Simply search for Optimal Finance Daily from wherever you're listening to this show to find that one. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap up the week. Thanks so much for coming by. Have an enjoyable weekend. And hopefully I'll see you again next week with some more relationship posts where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.